All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. All of the lights. Hey everybody, it's Kate, one half of your Draft Queens. When you're hearing this, I'll be off somewhere warm on vacation, not a care in the world, except for all of you, of course, all of our Draft Queens listeners. We know it's so important to bring you a new episode every week. We really do, especially your stardom set of fantasy predictions. But since Michelle and I are off on vacation, this week's episode is going to be a little different than normal, but we promise it'll be in a good way. We think you'll enjoy it. So stick around to the end if you can. But before you go any further... Did you listen to last week's episode, episode three? If you have a little time to go back and listen, the context for this episode will probably make a little more sense. To summarize it, last week, Michelle and I did an NBA preseason roundup to get you up to speed for who to look out for before the NBA season starts on October 22nd. But while we were doing our segment, we realized Michelle had no idea who the New Orleans Pelicans were, how they came to exist, and how they related to the Charlotte Hornets. Here's an unaired clip from our conversation of us trying to figure it out. I don't know. I think the Pelicans... Weren't the Pelicans, they... Like, who were the Pelicans before? Well, let me just look this up. The Pelicans, I think, were another defunct team, and then they moved to New... No, there is a larger story behind the Pelicans. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I think... Ah, ah. The Pelicans, or New Orleans... They used to be the Charlotte the Hornets. Yes, 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 okay, yes. Okay, okay. Charlotte be... Hornets, I know. Okay, got okay, it. Can we track this? Charlotte Hornets. Now this is making more sense in my head. To New Orleans. All right, let's find out. Yeah, when did this happen? Okay, how the When Pelicans, did this happen is my question. I think very what recently. Is it, isn't it just like a strange thing? You get so used to like a team being a team in their city for as long as they are, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, the Charlotte Hornets are now the New Orleans? Wait, we have to How look does that even happen? We have to look this up. Bear with me. Why? Because... I'm pretty sure, in a nutshell, the Charlotte Hornets gave their team away or something. Okay, wait, 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 wait. And then people from Charlotte rioted. They came back, and they sucked, and then they actually moved to New Orleans. There's a whole backstory behind this. I gotta look it up. Why? How do you know this? I have no idea. Oh my god, this is so confusing. So, are you even more confused than ever now? Okay, well, on today's bonus episode, I'm here to set the record straight. This episode is the birth of the New Orleans Pelicans and everything we never knew happened because of the Charlotte Hornets. So let me tell you a story. I'll set the scene. It's a hot, high 80s summer day in the 1960s in Kannapolis, North Carolina, home to a high school boy named George Shin. And if you haven't ever heard of Shin, it wasn't just you. It turns out he was a subpar student graduating 293rd in his high school class. And after graduating, he went off to work in a textile mill, then a car wash, and even as a janitor. But what we didn't know is that Shin was determined. All the while bouncing from gig to gig over the next couple decades, he was strategizing for how to attend 
Evans Business College in Concord, North Carolina. He did indeed find his way into college, persevering through a few semesters and upon graduating, he flipped everything and everyone on its head. He went on to do so well as to raise enough money to buy the Evans Business School itself, and also a few small other colleges in the area. And eventually, he sold the schools to turn a profit. This subpar academic was now sitting on a small fortune. Enough to buy a basketball team. Since Kannapolis, North Carolina is a suburb of Charlotte, just northeast of the city, Shin knew the Charlotte area was growing rapidly, and not to mention had long been a hotbed for college basketball. So on April 5th, 1987, then NBA commissioner David Stern called Shin to tell him that he had been awarded the 24th NBA franchise and to go suit up. They'd start playing in 1988. So the Charlotte franchise was Shin's to grow. Between winning their NBA bid and finding a home for the team at the 24,000-spectator stadium, the Charlotte Coliseum. Now, all they needed was a name. They cycled between all sorts of mascots. The Knights, the Cougars, the Crowns, the Stars, and the Spirit. Yeah, the Spirit. That had a nice ring to it, for sure. And that was the frontrunner in Shin's mind as it was a nod to the previous basketball team that had moved to St. Louis. But this was the people's team, and Shin ultimately let the people of Charlotte decide on the winner. The name would be decided because of a poll that was completed by the city of Charlotte, the Charlotteans. And the city of Charlotte concluded their team would be called the Charlotte Hornets. The phrase Hornets has been associated with Charlotte since the Revolutionary War, when Cornwallis called the city, quote, a veritable nest of hornets. And the Hornets fought as such. They barely eked out a handful of runs for the playoffs from 1988 all the way up until 2002. But when the Hornets were eliminated from yet another playoff in 2002, the NBA approved a deal for the team to move to New Orleans following that season, mainly because game attendance was poor, and some say maybe due to Shin's declining popularity in Charlotte at the age of 61. It was then in 2002 the Charlotte Hornets lost their name and legacy to New Orleans. And so Charlotte established a brand new franchise in 2004, the Charlotte Bobcats, effectively replacing the Hornets forever. Or so we thought. Over the next decade, where we thought basketball would revitalize two cities, both the cities of New Orleans and Charlotte suffered their own respective crises. In August 2005, New Orleans came toe-to-toe with Hurricane Katrina, effectively uprooting the franchise to Oklahoma City until they could rebuild. It was the year they selected Chris Paul first overall, not knowing his star power to come and reinvigorate the city over the next six seasons. 
In Charlotte, the city was facing an identity crisis more than anything, easing into the Bobcats mascot, which, while it matched well with their cat counterpart, the NFL Carolina Panthers, as the owners hoped it would for optics, the city felt a void where their fighting Hornets roots once were. So over the next decade, while both cities dealt with their own respective crises, it was in 2012 when everything came to a head. It was time for the city of New Orleans to come into their own, seven years after Katrina, and the owner of the New Orleans Saints, Tom Benson, bought back their NBA franchise from Oklahoma City and welcomed their team back with open arms. That day, the decision was made in 2012, Benson told the world, quote, we want to change the name from the Hornets to something that means New Orleans, Louisiana. The Hornets don't mean anything. And such, as the city was reborn, the team found itself wanting to take a name that only the city of New Orleans could sport. A mascot representative of New Orleans in the core of the city's bones. A mascot that could withstand any busted jetty, any hurricane, any amount of water, for all time. The Pelicans. And maybe then, in 2012, it was those words, the Hornets don't mean anything, that woke the city of Charlotte up when the Pelicans took their own name in 2012 and shed their Hornets moniker. It awakened something in Charlotteans, a, quote, overwhelming awakening, then-owner and basketball legend Michael Jordan said, and started a rumbling that sent their Bobcats name crumbling down. It set them out to reclaim the name that represented their humble but fighter beginnings. And in 2014, the city rallied behind the return of the Charlotte Hornets. So after all, through this tale of two cities, as the New Orleans Pelicans look forward to welcoming Zion Williamson this year, and as the Charlotte Hornets welcome a brand new head coach and Tony Parker from the Spurs, game aside, at the end of the day, it's really all about homecoming. And the Pelicans and the Hornets are both finally home. Thanks for listening, y'all. And we'll see you on next week's episode of Draft Queens.